0: There's no school for what we trying to do. There's no... But, like, what I would like to do eventually, I want to give motherfuckers the game. of The shit that no one told me, the things that people told me, the things that I figured out for myself. If I could help... Because that's what it's about, too. Like, I, won't, I would... I love comedy, bro. I don't... It don't got to be me on stage. I, it could be someone else, and I just love it. So if I could somehow... Say something to somebody and then I can in turn also move to a certain level that I that I envision myself and I could tell people exactly how I got there. Like how we talking of like, yo, bro, you got to know how to deal with pain. You got to become, you got to, if you could turn that, if you can like look forward, like I look forward to rejections because that shit always make me stronger because of how I perceive rejections. I perceive rejections when I walk away. I go, I'm going to show these motherfuckers.
1: Welcome to the Underground Comedy Podcast with Sean Joyce. For more information about our live shows, check out undergroundcomedydc.com. Hey, what's up? Thanks for checking us out. If you're in the D.C. area this weekend, Tom Takar will be headlining Big Hunt. Tom is a really funny young comic from New York who has been on Comedy Central and Conan. You can get tickets and info on the website. Our guest today is Petey Diabro. Petey is one of the fastest-rising comics in New York City and has been featured on Comedy Central. In this episode, he talks about his decision to leave his life of hustling and dedicate himself to his earliest dream, being a comedian. She your boy.
0: I'm from the Bronx, New York. Yeah? You and know? what was it like growing up there? Growing up in the Bronx was... It was cool. It was regular. I mean, it wasn't... It's not you don't r I, I guess I didn't realize how I grew up until I left.
1: Oh it just felt normal to you? Yeah. Uh-huh. So
0: it was just kinda like everybody's broke. Everybody's fucking So what did you what did
1: you learn as you like went out to the world and then you look back on it?
0: Oh shit, yo, everybody not struggling, yo? Or everybody
1: yeah. doesn't think the same, you know what uh-huh, I mean? Everybody
0: uh-huh. isn't on the same waves, wavelengths. Right. So right. that's what I learned. That was like um yeah, just observing people like, wow, everybody's not like cutthroat. Some people, not saying everybody's cutthroat in the Bronx or whatever, but in any, any hood, I feel like there's a lot of, you know, crab in the barrel mentality. So when you go places where people are just nice and shit, yeah. you like, yo, what are you up to, yo? Yeah, you yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what you mean, how I'm doing? You yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Do? <laughs> so it's like seeing that, like, oh shit, it's not the same everywhere.
1: I was surprised even coming from Pittsburgh, where people are pretty nice but people are even nicer in DC. In in Maryland, Virginia, it's like starting to get southern and people are very friendly. I was surprised.
0: A, there's pockets of places but just kind of like I guess in inner cities or like where there's a lot like uh-huh. a population even like sometimes I feel like like you said Pittsburgh, blue collar towns, yeah. it's not friendly. Like no. it's, it's not it's like Everybody's got a chip on their shoulder. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of jokes. People make a lot of jokes in Pittsburgh. Oh,
0: I mean, anywhere. That's where jokes came from. Right. The struggle. Jokes yeah. come from.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. Then I come down here and then I get used to it down here. I go back up to Pittsburgh and, like, you know, I'm just at the store and the fucking strangers are making jokes to me. And it's like, that's what? Well, you're just a regular person walking around, but you feel a need to make a joke. That's, that's how everybody is up there.
0: That is pretty crazy because I'm like thinking about New York and, like, people are like, it's just, it's just like everybody's mean, yo. Know?
1: I mean, I think it just <laughs> makes you crazy. That you don't know people that you don't know. Not everybody, like, but like seventy eight percent are like, yo, don't fucking look at me. Well, it's impossible because you can't. There's so many people around you that you can't be nice to. If you were nice to everybody and you stopped and had a conversation with every person that you came across, you never get anything done, you know.
0: A lot of times, like too, we don't think about, uh, we don't think about our face. Uh Like we don't think about like our resting just life face Yeah man I got a
1: real bad one
0: (laughs) You know what I'm saying Like you caught me yesterday sitting on the bench Uh huh And I'm just like I don't even couldn't imagine what my face looked like Yeah Cause I'm just in my phone Or I'm like looking at notes Or I'm just like whatever it is I'm fucking spaced out Yeah and I'm not thinking about it in New New York. Everybody's face is just kinda like here, <laughs> like in DC, like people got nice faces and shit. Like
2: Yeah, they do. You know what I mean? People it's are more like more comfortable. I
0: just walked to seven eleven and I'm like, it's hot as fuck. And I feel like my face is like <laughs> I got that, you know, Clint Eastwood face and yeah. I'm squinting and shit. And then I see this lady on the sidewalk and she just looks like walking across the street and she just looks happy. Yeah. For no reason
1: because everything's going pretty good for her. I think, damn, yo, she's going on a jog. But yeah, um, what you what did you think you wanted to do when you were growing up? When I uh, when
0: I was a kid, I wanted to be a comedian. The okay, first thing. Yeah, that was the first, first thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was probably like like six. Okay. Yeah, like the f- you know when the, when people be like, "Yo, what you want to do when you get older?" Yeah, you said comedian. And I was at a comedian. Wow. And but cause so I my I never forget cause if my grandmother asked me my grandmother was like this tall dark skinned lady on oh my my mother's mom, and but she was uh Pentecostal. They don't fuck around, dude. They're like hardcore. Everything is a sin. Like anything. Happy is a sin, most likely. They're yeah, like yeah. those people, like nah, yeah, you can't dresses, enjoy no dresses above the knees, no makeup. Okay, you know what I mean? So strict. And I remember, like, she asked me, "Yo, you know what you want to be when you get older?" And I said, "Comedian." Uh-huh. And this might have been like eighty something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. This is like Eddie Murphy. Yeah, young. You know, I'm probably like a little. C- I'm six years old. So you know, and this is even after Eddie Murphy. So this is whatever. But my mo- my grandmother's like, you don't want to do that. All comedians are faggots. <laughs> I swear to God. She said, "All oh, comedians are faggots. And I didn't even know what that word meant. Yeah. I'm six years old. Sure. I just How knew the you? context of this six foot woman. Yeah. That every that I'm scared of telling me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just so I'm like, I right, guess I'm not gonna do that then. Right. But I was always funny, but I never I think that was like the dream crusher that I was like never in my mind, like I'm never going to be a comedian. And then how
1: long did it take before you started thinking about wanting to be a comedian again?
0: Well, the crazy shit is when I was like nine, like around nine, my mom, she entered me into a contest, like a stand up comedy for kids. Right. Okay. Contest.
1: That's a fucked up thing to do to your kids, man. No, but I wanted to do because <laughs> yeah, I nah, was a yeah. fan,
0: bro. I was like, I was obsessed with comedy, bro, on TV, like Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, I used to watch Showtime at the Apollo uh-huh. back just cause uh, what's his name used to host it when I was a kid. Sinbad used to host it, uh-huh. and then you know what I'm saying. So like, Saturday Night Live, Mad TV, In Living Color, Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of that was like I'm talking about. I'm like eight, nine years old. So that's like everything that's hot to me and then i got older sisters uh-huh. and older you know friends in the neighborhood and it's like that's what they was on right, so whatever, right. i was like yo, that's what i want
1: to that's the with. best when you can get introduced to stuff before you're supposed to even see it dude I just was, had so much extra uh, exposure re- d- we was
0: having deaf comedy jam like VHS's Them shits was like Paraphernalia bro It was like <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean Like yeah, we were yeah. smuggling that shit Like yo let me see And then we gotta
1: watch it When our moms don't know We watching it Yeah yeah We
0: eight Eight nine years old Watching this shit Like
1: yo It's funny cause me? you have no idea What the fuck they're talking about uh. You don't understand any of it <laughs> you But just, good thing You just can tell by their faces And the way their voices sound That's and, funny And
0: good thing for us We was watching black comedy So there was a lot of act outs yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying We put yeah. two or two together yeah, and then yeah. music and everything but like yeah um so what happened so in the nine contest years old, I, I came in second place right okay but this kid was doing martin impre- like he was he stole martin's whole act
2: yeah yeah and yeah.
0: it's like so he beat me and i was not saying i was doing no riveting shit like yeah, I, yeah. Was just doing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was doing like i was doing impressions of people that i seen in the streets on the train oh you're
1: doing real stand-up for- but, at nine
0: But not really st- I was just imp- I was just acting like them So mm-hmm. I, it wasn't really a joke I was just like Yo here's my impression of The the dude You know break Like cause it was Kids break dancing On the uh-huh. trains back then So I'm dancing Like I'm one of the kids Or so I'm selling candy I wonder if
1: you can bring that back Probably not <laughs> Bring those bits back
0: <laughs> And I had one That might have been like I probably might have got canceled Yo I had one that <laughs> yeah. I I was uh, impersonating An Asian woman On the train Like selling Ooh. Selling candy or yeah. whatever. Well, not so because they used to sell batteries. Uh-huh. I don't know if you ever took the train. Like, back in the days in New York, they would come, people selling batteries, toys, yo-yos, yeah, I I everything. Know. Headphones, all that shit. So, I was doing that, and I lost. But then my mom, the thing, like, you know, now that I could go back and I could, like, kind of uh, process things, it's like I lost. And when you're from the hood type of joint, it's like people don't, they don't, it's like all right, you lost, but then it's like we forget about
1: it. Like it's like all right, come on, let's go get ice cream or do some other shit. And so never, something like, that's look, attitude. Something if something negative happens, you just try to move on. And you try keep to forget it because it. it wasn't like because you have to.
0: But yeah, but then it was like, but now that I'm older, I'm like, damn, yo, I would have been if I had a kid. I probably I'm teach. I want to teach a kid how to lose, how to lose, and how to win. You know what I'm saying? So I was really taught how to lose, like kind of like, yo, I guess that ain't for you. Or like, you know what I mean? Oh, One instead of closed. being like,
1: you're gonna get it next time. Yeah, or oh, like, wow. yo,
0: you know what I'm saying? Cause I was tight. I was I was upset. I was a kid. I'm upset.
1: Yeah. Like they
0: didn't even know how to handle me at that moment. Cause I'm just like steaming, like, right. yo, this I lost not only did I lose, but I lost because this dude did some other yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm like a little kid and they can't understand why I'm angry like that. You're like, this is a
1: hack shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is a hack shit. As a kid. So I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. to. Like,
0: but then it was, like I said, it was like brushed over and kind of like, well, we got to move on. Right, that right. Ain't, you know what I'm saying? So I was kind of taught how to lose and accept yeah. failure as opposed to like, yo, you're going to lose sometimes. You're going to get robbed, but that's going to make you stronger the yeah. next time. Now you got to beat his hack shit now. Right. You know
1: what I'm saying? Like, that's what I would have told... Or, like, you know, exactly. processing That's it. Exactly. That's the right, yeah, right. Yeah, the right Processing advice. it. No, so, what, what, and then do, how long again, before you did stand up again after like that? 20, no, yeah, like 21 years. So, you did, and then you started when you were 30. 20, 29,
0: like that. 29, going on 30.
1: I started when I was 31, mm. which is a crazy late yeah. uh, time just to start. Anything stand-up.
0: past 20, like, 27. <laughs>
1: Yeah, 26, 27, I think is, like, really you want to get in there before then. But, yeah, but ideally you want to start at 20. Because I know 21. dudes that's
0: like, yo, man, they've been doing this since they were 16 and yeah. 18. And and you'd be like, damn, yo, but nah, I started at yeah, 29
1: it, years old. But it's funny because I never, I never even considered the possibility of doing stand-up. I Me neither I, I was like, no, but you, but you, you were, you were interested in it, but you thought it wasn't possible for you to do it.
0: you know, it was like, so not until when I'm doing it at at 29 and I'm trying to dig into myself, I'm trying to dig into like, yo, I want to be something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to like break down, I'm like doing psychology on myself. Okay. You feel me? So. I'm like understanding like, damn, yo, my whole life, yo, like 20 some odd years. I never thought I could do some shit. I never thought I could do anything, bro. Mm -hmm. For like 20 something, 20 something years. My whole life pretty much. Yeah. I never thought I could do something. So it wasn't until one day that I'm like, yo, I had this dream one time when I was a kid. Cause you just like, so you have a dream and then so much dirt and life gets put on top of it that you forget that you even had a dream. And then now you live in life and your shit is all, what do you think your life
1: had to be? What you mean? When you were like, you didn't think you, you didn't think you could do anything, right? You didn't (laughs) think you could follow your dream. Well, what did that mean to you then? Like, so what is your life? I then? was just wilding out. Was whatever, yeah. Whichever
0: way the wind blew. I was a kite. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
1: Whichever way the wind blew,
0: that's the way that I was going. You I just had
1: to accept whatever came your way, and it, yeah. you didn't have really control over it. Go or, go, you know,
0: nobody had control. Nobody. Uh-huh. So that's what I was taught. Like, nobody. You just got to learn how to, you know, roll with the punches and yeah. keep it moving. Like, nobody controls this shit. We got to go to work. That's it. What changed your mind? Being fucked up and trying to, like, figure things out. Like, how can I... Like, how can I, it was, so when I started comedy, I was at a point in my life that I was like, damn, I exhausted every hustle that I could even imagine or create. And, you know, and then it hit me like, damn, I've been hustling and doing this shit for so long. Now I'm almost 30 years old and I don't got no education. I don't yeah. got nothing. I don't right. got no references. I don't got nothing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, damn, I was fucked up for a while. Maybe like a month or or two or like, I don't even know, but I was fucked up and then And then I was just kind of, but I was always hustling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at 29, that was when it hit me like, bro, you ain't got shit, dude. What are you going to do? I was fucking depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm smoking mad weed. I'm not going outside. I'm on the couch. I'm like literally sitting on the couch. and not watching TV. Yeah. Just on the couch, bro. (laughs) Smoking weed thinking, yo. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Listening
0: to music and thinking and just being like, yo, how the fuck am I going to get out of this?
1: It's easy to fall into that. you know it's real easy to fall into it
0: but you gotta talk to yourself a lot of times i think you know you gotta kind of be your own hype man that's why i be telling people you gotta be like rocky and mickey but for yourself right that's
1: the only way yeah because especially in comedy no one's gonna do it for you you know hell
0: no they ain't and then there's not no school for this shit no and then if there was, whoever's running the school, they not successful. So how are you going to follow this person's lessons? Like, But
1: obviously, you know, obviously no one is going to be Rocky, right, for you. You got to be Rocky. You're the comic. But yeah. no one's going to be Mickey for Definitely you either. Definitely not
0: going to be Mickey for you.
1: You <laughs> have to figure out what you need to do, and you got to do it on your own. You got to motivate yourself. You it's might, all self-motivation. Yeah.
0: It's all. And then, like, even for that, that's what helped me. My mom's was, like, the other day I was talking to my mom, and she like, yo, how'd you... Cause she know me, she know, we, you know, where we from. So she like, where you got this confidence from? Like, where did this shit, Yeah. how did you, how did you figure Like what the fuck is going to uh-huh. happen? So how did you go from sitting on your couch? I was like, yo, so I had a homie that was like always kind of like trying to, um, not motivate me, but like, you know, he was always on some good energy. He was like out of all my friends at the time that was knuckleheads. He was like a reformed knucklehead that went legit, and he started a business, and his shit was like, and he was trying to put other people on. But I think something that he seen in me that he was like, oh, he he could probably absorb it, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then so he was like sh- showing me this motivational stuff, like, yo, woo-woo-woo. and then he invited me to some shit, to some um like keynote joint, like fucking. all all these people was there, like these big name people. And this dude said something that stood out to me. So like a week, like maybe like a month later, I'm on the couch back in my fucking depression. And that's when that shit hit me. The dude was like, yo, stop watching the game. Get in the game. Like don't be a grown ass man with somebody else's name on your back. Yeah. And like, yo, if you want to, you know, don't die. He was like, I remember he was like, yo, don't die without at least trying to do something that you always wanted to do. And then it was like, it didn't sink, it didn't register at first. So I'm still back in the crib after I heard that and I'm mm-hmm. chilling. Doo doo maybe a week or two or three, a month later, I'm smoking, and I'm like, that shit hit rung. And I was like, yo, I always wanted to be a. and I'm so low right now. Yeah, yeah. I can't get no lower. Uh-huh. So let me give it a shot. And I gave it a shot, got off the couch, stud- I just started researching, yo, how do I do this shit? Right. How do I where do I start at? what would you find? I'm like, but like, you know, just the regular shit. Go to the open mic, mm-hmm. you know, do or like, you know, even like, how
1: how do you do it? I mm-hmm.
0: don't know. I knew I was funny. I just right. didn't know, but I was also not dumb. I'm. How did
1: like, you figure out how to do it? Just watching this shit. Just watching. You watching, watching standup
0: clips? No, hmm. just going like. Oh, so, going to shows. And just so, when I started, just got went to a mic. You know, I didn't tell nobody I was going. Mm-hmm. I like, I went to a couple shows first. I was watching these yeah, shits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this shits, was, niggas was stinking. So I'm like, oh, I could do that. You know what I'm right. saying? I could do at least maybe a little bit. Well, I could do... Well, so I go, and I go to the mic. I get some laughs. And then I was gassed. At, I was like, oh, I'm nice. I was yeah. like, yo, I'm about to get a sitcom next week. Yeah, yeah. And then I bombed for mad long after that, but I was already a fiend at that yeah, point you gotta I seen how it felt. That's what happens. Like, oh, you had that shit. first
1: good... So many people have that where that first set's pretty good, and it motivates them to keep going. And then you gotta, then you bomb for for, for a man, while. because yeah.
0: you know what happened, too, it's like getting high. Like like you on like not not like weed and I'm like when are getting high high, mm-hmm. when you're never gonna get as high as the first hit. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you don't know what that felt like before. Yeah, that right. First you never hit. felt it before, huh? So it's so exhilarating. You like that's what it was. It was it was like yo, I don't know nobody here, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know nobody here, mm-hmm. and I got on stage. I made people laugh. Mm-hmm. I called someone out. like yo, give it up for this. Ooh, he looked like do 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 Sure. And everybody laughed, and I was like, oh shit, that shit worked. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm remembering literally every part of the set in my head. Yeah. Which was trash, but. Making strangers laugh is the thing bro like uh, someone that I don't know, someone that has no we have not, we never met whatever like if you can make a stranger laugh and you intentionally went out to do that that just yeah. says
1: something to you like definitely you, if you feel like oh I got the power especially t- people that you would never interact with in regular life yeah. you know you just would never come across them They're just from a totally different world than you, but you can still make them laugh that's you know. the,
0: like that was that's one of the things but yeah i just learned by watching man like even yeah I, I was interning at a club like maybe four after like four months i started and i moved to new york i started in miami
2: oh
1: okay yeah i started
0: like three because i was living in miami for like yeah. a few years like nine year, eight years <laughs> and then i moved back here to do comedy well, I came to. Ch- I mean, I moved to New York to check out. Like, oh, what is it like? Like, this is this is where I'm from. So right. I'm like,
1: how? And you've been gone for nine years, so yeah, I was gone for like something nine like that. years. You know okay, what I'm so it's been a while. What but did that, it feel like when you when you look checking out the comedy in New York?
0: It was it was high speed, bro. That shit yeah. is high speed, yeah, high pace, is. high level. And I was like, yo, th- I know my that shit made me horny. <laughs> that yeah. shit was like, yo, this shit is sexy. I was like, damn, and then like. Cause I was always able to appreciate the littlest, and even now, my whole life, I just always was able to appreciate the littlest things. So, mm-hmm. I would go and look at someone, some anybody. If you performing to me at a reputable club on a Saturday night, on a Friday night, that means you like on the Yankees to me. Yeah. You on the Cowboy, like you on a prestigious team. Like New York, you on the you well, was it's on the true. thing. So now I'm watching it, and this is like blowing my mind because this is way better than the shit that I'm seeing in Miami. Of course, yeah. This should make me dial it back. Like, hold up. But I already knew because I wasn't gassed because even in Miami, people was like, yo, you about to be, yo, and this is four months in. They're like, yo, you, just because yeah. of my the, the enthusiasm I had for it, I think it mm-hmm. was more than actually the talent. But then, you know, but I knew I was like, yo, what do you guys, I stink. Yeah. I was always able to know I stunk it's
1: good it's a very (laughs) you know it's a really overlooked part of of being a comic which is really having a, a realistic understanding of how good you are compared to other people and like you can't be too hard on yourself and not believe in yourself but you can't be too confident like overconfident you can't believe that you're doing better than you actually are because it's gonna It's going to fuck you up if you're just constantly think you're you're better than you are because you'll never then you're not getting everything you think you should get. And you're frustrated with people who you shouldn't be frustrated with because you're not getting stuff because you're not as good as you think you are.
0: I think that one of the best things that helped me was I was always looking for advice. I was always Mm -hmm. looking for someone else's knowledge Mm -hmm. because I knew the more of other people's knowledge, knowledge that I could, you know, obtain now I come stronger every time I get a little piece of knowledge and everything that yeah. I'm able to absorb. So even from, I remember the first, well, the first advice I ever got was a lady. She said, uh, her name was Rhett. And she was like, this is before I even ever did. She goes, um, I'm like, yo, can you give me, that's how I would say. I would say, yo, can you give me some advice, like anything that you could give me, like a pointer on that, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And she was like, yo, just stay on stage. And that was the first advice I ever got. I didn't even know what it really meant at first. But then once I came to New York yeah. and I got to do mad open, I'm doing 15, 20 joints in a week. I'm like, oh, they thought I was going hard when I was doing four a week. Because right. that was the only options that I had. That was the most at the time, yeah. And then, um, so that was one piece of advice. And then the second piece of advice I got that was like, probably one of the best pieces of advice was from Lunell. Um, cause I happened, my homeboy Kev had a radio show or has a radio show and he had Lunell on it one day and I had just came, started coming, I just came back to New York. So I'm linking up with my homies from back in the day and they, you know, they got stuff going on. So I'm on this radio show and Lunell, you know, she's on there, world class, been doing it forever. Yeah. You know, so he, at, before she gets off, um, the, the show, you know, hangs up. He's like, yo, can I ask you? My boy's here. He just started doing comedy. You know what I'm saying? Can you give him some advice? What, you know what I mean? Whatever, some tips? Yeah, yeah. And she goes, nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. She said no. But then she was like, all right, I'm going to tell you one thing. This is all I'm going to tell you. If you can't tell how you did when, if you can't honestly tell how you did when you got off stage, don't quit. Yeah. Don't do important. it. This is not for
1: you. It's important, and
0: that shit was like, I didn't understand it. Like every, like a lot of things. I don't. I'm, it takes me a while to process things. Right. I don't get it right away. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Yeah. Sometimes I get shit right away, but sure, a lot sure. of times I gotta go for a walk. Yeah. You know, plant this shit Definitely, in my brain. Yeah. You you go get, for whatever. Drive. Go for you know whatever. So I'm like, oh shit, and then it was like, you know. So imagine you and I'm I'm in the open mics, but I got this knowledge in me. And I can't even, I don't even know how to utilize it
2: yet. Right, right. But it's
0: inside. It's something that I learned that someone else might not have learned. So now I'm am I'm steps, I'm years ahead of them. Yeah. And I was always looking at it too, like on some Doogie Howser shit. Like the faster and the more I could learn, the more freak I am, the freaky I am to learn this <laughs> shit, I'm going to be something. I'm going to be something. Yeah. And it's not even about be it's about the enthusiasm and just the reality of it all. You right. know what I'm saying? Like that shit is important,
1: bro. You know, have you ever, you ever heard of the book Pimp?
0: Is that uh iceberg slim? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah.
1: So in that, I I always felt like I wanted to do stuff, and I was, but I was like, I don't know how to do that shit. Like mm-hmm. I, I was interested in doing things that like they don't teach you step by step in school how to do, you know, starting a business, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't really learn how to do that in school. I learned like general business ideas, but um. I'm like I don't really, you know, I don't know how you go about doing this. I don't know how you do about go about doing that. And then uh, Phil Hanley gave me that book, mm-hmm. and <laughs> in that book, that's his favorite book. He loves it. He's like obsessed with it. Shout out to Phil Hanley. He sent it to me out of nowhere. <laughs> he he just like, what's your what's your address? And then right. I get the book. The and did you get the one with like the silver cover? It's like a it's like red, a, red okay. and black cover.
0: I remember high school. we was passing that around. It had yeah. the chrome. It
1: had like a silverish. Well, anyway but in that book the one of the thing, like the two things that stood out to me so much in that book one was that that dude was like i'm gonna be the best i'm gonna be the biggest and he was like determined to do it and he was determined from the beginning and he actually did it like he made it come true and then the other thing was every person he would meet he would say give me the rundown he would, that was the first thing he said when he meets somebody, he said, give me the rundown. He needed to get all the information about how this stuff works so that he could go and do it himself. That's exactly what you're saying. Right. You know, it's like, you you got to find out what's the, what's the way, the real way that you go about doing this. And people like Lunel, like those are the people who right. know.
0: And then, and then getting onto the scene where it was like, so I want to, this was also my hustle right here. Right. Cause I'm a hustler. So I yeah. was like, all right, how am I, I gotta win. So I'm yes. trying like, I I'm, I'm I'm trying to win. I got to win. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. I bought it I bought it down a little bit because I had I had that attitude in other ventures that I tried I, I cuz I had a, a knowledge of the hustle so I'm like all right. And so I won, when this shit I kind of dialed it down. I was like all right, I'm trying to win. Cuz before I was like I'm a fucking no, I going not be successful. That's yeah. it. And I hit walls and I quit and I whatever, yeah. but this shit felt like the right Thing to apply the hustle to, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's what like, do you
1: think? What having the hustle background? How do you think that's different than just a regular person? Cause,
0: cause you don't rely on nobody. You don't rely on nothing really.
1: Yeah. It's just you. It's just like yo, I'm
0: gonna go out. A hustler could create something from nothing. Yeah. He he gonna look around the room. He gonna look around wherever he's at, and see what's missing. Cause he know that's what's gonna sell. Yeah. He gonna say, alright, what's in need? Right what oh. or even if it's whatever, it's like maybe it might, he could sell you something you don't need. Right. He could sell you a feeling, or she could sell you a feeling, the person could sell you whatever. So it's like when with comedy, it was kinda like, alright, I'm looking at it, and I go, I'm like, all right, so I'm I'm and this, is, this is, also I'm studying this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm studying successful people. Yeah. I don't, I've never been around someone successful. I don't never know, knew, never knew nobody that was super successful. Like, yeah. I know people now. I'd be like, I look at my phone. I'm like, damn.
2: I know these yeah, right, right. Is, <laughs>
0: motherfuckers, is crazy. So I'm like, how am, how am oh, I, I'm everybody that I ever seen that had nothing, right? That had zero, nothing. Yeah. Like, you don't got no, you're not nobody, you know, you from nowhere. You don't got no summa cum laude <laughs> props. <laughs> yeah. You, don't know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just a walk-on. Right. So how can you get in as a walk-on? That's how I always looked at it, too. Like, I'm a walk-on. It's true. I'm Everybody in comedy, when you start, you will walk-on to something that other people Absolutely. are already in the
1: games going. Especially. And <laughs> you're a little true. bit of an older walk-on, too. Right. You're all of that. I'm a, over
0: there. These dudes, 20 years old, making me feel like I'm, you know what I mean? So I'm in there, and I'm like, all right. I'm a, okay, boom. So I look. I'm going to New York. I look what's the new comedy clubs that open, right? Because there's there's mad clubs. There's mad comedy in New York. So I'm like, I'm smart. I'm not going to get into some club that's been around for 100 years. I got to look for the freshest shit or, like, the newest shit or whatever it is that it'll be easy for me to work my way in. So it was The Stand, and it was Greenwich Village Comedy Club. So I called. No, I emailed, reached out to both of them. Just kind of like, yo, I'm coming to town. I'd like to, you know, just come and watch the or whatever. Boom. Yeah. You know, um, none of them responded. But then I'm like researching. I'm researching. So then I seen the dude that ran the Greenwich shit, right? <coughs> and he, I, I see, I heard him on a podcast. This is like 2012. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to this podcast and he talking about like, yo, he, he he's uh, the, you know talking about the new club, manages it, whatever. He's like, I also do comedy classes, one on one shit, boo boo boo. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to New York. I'm already got the ticket booked. I'm going to New York for like a, a month because mm-hmm. I had some money saved and shit, and I have this little last hustle I was doing. I had a couple dollars, and then so I hit him up. I'm like, boom, this is the perfect fucking opportunity, yo. A uh-huh. Brand new club. This dude say he's the booker and he runs the whole shit and he do one on one shit. I was like, bro, I'm going to and so I go, boom, we we hit it off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Your sure. boy, I'm enthusiastic, bro. Uh-huh. I'm old, whatever, I'm older. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, boom, we hit it off. Then I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like, yo, can I come and watch your shows? Yo, I was at every show. Yeah. Dude. Every show, like nothing else existed outside right. of this basement. I was at every show. I stood by the door. If it's on the weekend, I was there, what, uh, two shows, three shows on Friday, three sh- four shows on Saturday, two shows on Sunday, or one show on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I was at every show standing by the door like I worked there, bro. Yeah. I didn't even work there. <laughs> and I remember one day, um, what happened? Oh, so I'm always looking... To- so one day the dude they turn into the, the room they turn in the room over so they cleaning up and shit so I just start helping the busboy dude boom yeah. so I'm helping him and the dude that running he like yo you don't gotta do that you could just watch the show boom 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 because right. we got a report now anyway right, you right. Know? so I'm like nah man you know I gotta help I gotta I can't be um uh, my 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 mom shit I was like yo my mom say yo if you're not useful you're useless okay you know what I'm saying you yeah. gotta serve a purpose so I'm here boom 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 then he like. I guess the dude called out or something like a week later <clears throat> during the New York Comedy Festival. He's like, yo, I'm sure I need somebody to come through. I was going to come through anyway, but he's like, yo, right. I need somebody. So if you, if you could help do this, you know, clean up, whatever, bus, pretty much, uh, I could maybe give you like a check spot during the week or right. maybe one on the show tonight. Or
1: right, whatever. right. So
0: I'm like, I'm happy now. Like, oh, I got a job, nigga. So I go. Yeah, yeah. I got mind you, I'm 30 years old at this time. I go <laughs> busboy gang, yeah, cleaning shit up. Three shows. I remember it was New York comedy. It was a Saturday, and this was my first time I ever got on stage in New York City, like on a show. And it was a check spot, but it was like yeah, who cares? So the second show after the second show, he like yo, you ready? You want to go up? I'm like yeah, fuck, <laughs> I didn't know. I was like I'm nervous as shit. Yo, yeah, you know yeah. you know who I was sandwiched by? Uh, Kurt Mesker, and Big J.
2: Pretty good. My
0: first time on stage. And I don't even remember. I know I did bad. I don't <laughs> yeah, remember. Yeah. I can't remember nothing because all I remember was like, wow, this shit worked. Yeah, man. Like this shit worked. That was the first time it worked for me. Like, damn, it's, I applied this, this shit that I've been studying. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like being enthusiastic, being a nice guy, being useful. Like this is a, this is a hustle for me. Yeah. This isn't innate. This is some shit that I'm doing that I'm like, all right, I got it. I, nobody's going to give it to me. So how right, can I set right, myself right. in a position to. And then I learned how to be enthusiastic enough where people let me be bad.
2: Yeah, that's and, right.
0: Because they seemed that I wanted to learn. Right. They knew I wasn't wasting time.
1: Here. Right, right, right.
0: You know what I'm saying? they like, so when other people wanted my spot. Cause people's New York. People want that busboy spot. You know what I'm saying? I know that's funny. People it's like, want that busboy. Yeah, spot. you
1: do it. You do it just like cause you feel an obligation to, and then you create like a thing where yeah. people are like, "Here's what you got to do. You got to go be a busboy." <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It like becomes a thing. Bro, after. and then
0: yo, I got to watch. So that's the other thing. Yo, cheat code. You get to watch a million comics that nobody knows destroy. Yeah. They nobody knows, so it's like that's the other thing I learned too. And like people are like yo, I'm going home to watch this special, and I'm gonna go see you watching somebody that already grad. They already got all their credits since high school, and they know they are gonna graduate. Yeah, yeah. You gotta watch the motherfuckers that nobody knows.
1: Yeah, because that's a, the
0: tricks you wanna learn right there.
1: All the people that have <clears> specials <throat> that you're excited to see, if you could go back in time and watch them ten years ago or five years ago when they were like right. so hungry, right? That's and, what you got. And watch. like free to kind of say whatever they want and experiment and stuff, not have so much pressure not the f- on them. You can't
0: watch the finished product. Right. You got to watch, like, the process. Yeah,
1: And that's the other thing. You know,
0: all those cheesy things, yo, you got to love the process. You do. Like, you have to you love do,
2: it. Yeah,
1: because if you don't, if it's painful to you or difficult, like, well, it's going to be difficult. But if it's just something that, you know, is a constant struggle, the process, it's like you, you won't last because – You're not going to be able to keep forcing yourself to do something you don't want to do.
0: Bro, I just seen a homie quit yesterday. Yeah. Or the day before yesterday, some shit like that. Like a homie, like a bro, like a comedy bro that I've known since whatever. Dude had credits. Dude had, he got a credit. He had representation. He was getting spots. But he wasn't a hustler. Yeah. So by the time the hustlers start getting turns. Yeah. You gonna to fade to black.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you
0: never had it in you. Yeah. And then you don't know how to so you probably you probably feel like at that moment when I was twenty nine years old on the couch, that's how you feel, but it's too late because you were in the game. Right. You know what I'm saying? How you gonna it's not too late. It's not I don't say it's too late. Yeah, yeah. It's not too late.
1: It's hard when you when you you not really tapped in. I think it's hard when you don't develop the that kind of a mentality when you're younger for working hard all the time and Mm -hmm. having to fight for things if you kind of go through and you have a kind of a just a kind of gentle path through your life and you get some opportunities and it goes okay it's hard to keep fighting and you really do have to fight to make it at those upper levels because it's so competitive and there's there's so much work to be done that you have to have the work ethic
0: and there's so many hungry people like people love nothing more than somebody that could do it for themselves. Yeah, of course. It's an easier investment. Mm-hmm. Like if I have to invest in someone that's asking me what to do, I don't really know if I want to invest in that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it's, it's and then it's like, I wasn't, like I said, this wasn't some innate thing.
2: Right. N- this right. was
0: like, I want to win. Yeah. And nobody, like I was telling Jamel last night, And I've been saying, it's like, there's no school for what we trying to do. Yeah. There's no, but like what I would like to do eventually, I want to give motherfuckers the game of the shit that no one told me, the things that people told me, the things that I figured out for myself. If I could help, cause that's what it's about too. Like I won't, I would, I love comedy, bro. Yeah, man. I don't, it don't gotta be me on stage. I, it could be someone else, and I just love it. So that's it's how like, I feel, man. I would love t- that it be more good comedy mm-hmm. than some whack shit. Uh-huh. So if I could somehow say something to somebody, and then I can in turn also move to a certain level that I that I envision myself, and I could tell people exactly how I got there. Where it's like usually it's somebody that never got to no level, and they're like, "Well, you got a rule of threes, yeah, yeah. and the <laughs> team and make sure you save her." You know what I mean, but yeah. you could just keep it funky like how we talking of like, yo, right. bro, you gotta know how to deal with pain. Right. You gotta become. You gotta if you could turn that if you can like look forward. Like I look forward to rejections because <laughs> that shit always make me stronger because of how I perceive rejections. Yeah. I perceive rejections when I walk away. I go, I'm gonna show these motherfuckers. That's wait cool. Till, so wait get, till I get my. Wait, I'm not quitting. So it's like, I, right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep going. It don't is matter. Is that where to all me.
1: your inspiration comes from? You think? What, the
0: rejections? Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot of that. And just, like, you know, my surroundings. Uh-huh. And just, like, I'm, I am still live in the hood. So it's like, I want to... And it's <laughs> not as bad. I don't want to say, like, that. It's not the hood, hood, hood. But, like, they'll steal your mother's laundry detergent type of shit. Yeah, yeah. Ignorant type of shit. So it's like, that shit is motivation. And then to just... The, the, the major motivation is, yeah, it is to, like... Give something to the world. I want to mean something to the world. I don't want to just be someone that did something, dies, and that's it. Yeah. Like, if I could leave something behind that makes something better, especially something that I love, something that I do all the time, like, come on, man. That shit is, you know. And a lot of times I feel like, I don't know, people don't really, we don't keep it funky. Like everybody keeps it like, oh, right, this is a thing that I know. This is like specialized knowledge that only I know, and and I'm not gonna <laughs> tell anybody. That's why I kind of like I like what Gary Goldman be doing, like when yeah. he put up his tips and shit. You know what I'm saying? But my shit is more funky. Like, it not it's not even I don't say it's more funky because his shit is funky. Yeah, it's funky. it's just another. It's like another version of it, right? Even like so, it's, it's like that's the beautiful it. part. So it's like the Gary, but Gary Goldman's shit is like. He a tactician. Uh, right. It's different. So he's when he's, yeah, I'm yeah. not a tactician. I would never play myself. No. I'm not a, like he is a a, a marksman, sharpshooter. Right, right. He, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're totally and, different. And when he tell you something, like if, like I remember one time he told me, I was, um I didn't even know him really at the time. I was in Boston doing the show. And and my man was like, my man Sam was like, yo, all right, Gary Goldman's on the show, whatever. whatever. I was like, Gary Goldman's here. It's like a bar show. I'm like, he's here. And he gets up, destroys, doing some new shit. Then I go up. And then, like, me and my man, we going back to New York the same night. But we in the car tripping, like, yo, this Gary Goldman, son. Yo. Yeah, so we in the car, pull my phone out. Yo, it's a message from Gary Goldman. I don't even know him. Right. I know of him. And he's like, yo. Send me a message and he like, yo, I just seen you tonight. Whoop whoop, you got you you got it. He was like, yo, if there's any club that you not in in the city, let me know and I'm gonna t- I'll talk to them for you, whatever. I didn't even know what to do. I didn't even know how to, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even know how to respond. I yeah, was yeah. I was I was stuck for like a good. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, damn, yo, it it almost made me want to cry, bro. And and at the same time, cause it made me like, yo, I'm a simple dude. So even him just saying that, fuck if I got, if he if, if he got me into any clubs, fuck that shit. Just that he said that,
2: absolutely, yeah, man, was
0: enough for me. I told him, man, I'm 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 good for another ten years. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like that that shit. If shit get hard, it I, does. I it just does. remember
1: my man Gary told me that. But, it does it makes such a difference
0: yeah man little shit like that like along the way is really big shit so but um yeah i i th- i like what he does i like when he does that and like i want to i want to kind of do the same thing where it's like yo what he's doing he's helping making the shit better if right. you didn't know if no one told you these things right if you can absorb them and and you know if you if you can hold them so it's like the same shit for me, but, like, my shit is more, like, just the walk-on-from-the-hood type shit. Like, it's just, like, I be mean, like, I don't even, I was telling someone last night, I didn't realize until when I did this comic that Comedy Central digital shit, and I was like, yo, you know, it's cool, I'm not gassed, I'm not like, oh, I fucking did it, right. you know what I mean? It's like, it's, only it's the cool, beginning. right? So, but I didn't realize until I went back to the hood, I'm in the barbershop, and I'm going, and the way that people is <laughs> reacting is like, yeah. yo, like... Like one of us made it type of shit, and they like, yo, yo, they let you on that shit. With, and you and you said what you want to say, yo. You said you talk how you talk, so they was like, damn. And I didn't really, I didn't even think about that shit because right. I'm, Cause I'm you're so focused on comedy. Right, I'm so in my head, like, yo, all right, cool, whatever. They made me go first, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I the little petty shit, like, all right, cool. They they tried to set me up for the L, but but I still, you know what I mean? I still, uh pulled it through or like
1: whatever or i didn't really
0: i wasn't even really a fan of it like that i'll be honest with you i wasn't a fan of it man i, oh, I was a fan, fan
1: of, of what of them reacting
0: that way no no i was definitely a fan i'm just saying i wasn't like i wasn't as hyped as they were about oh yeah the, yeah the totally
1: thing. yeah I've, I've had to learn to like accept people complimenting shit and not Tell them what I think about it. What, Cause, Cause, that's the, cause that's I'm that's never the, satisfied. I'm always. They're always like, oh, you know, whatever. Yo, that and, was dope. You and went. I'm like, who gives a shit? This is nothing. <laughs> Let me tell you all the problems with it. And I, I right. used to do that, right. and that's not good to do. You yeah, gotta, I'm learning how to not do accept. that too.
0: Sometimes I just be quiet now. But like instead of saying enough, I'll be like, oh, thanks, you know, whatever. But um, but nah, that shit woke me up to see something different that I already wanted to kind of do. Just in life in general, like I want to help people. Mm-hmm. You know, from the hood or, like, anybody. You know what I'm saying? I want to help people, anybody that just, you know, feels down or some shit. I know that's hard because there's some people that is chemically imbalanced where people need medication and shit sure. like that. But some people just need to hear, you know, yo, you got this shit. And they got to hear the reality of, like, you're going to fuck up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You, but you got to give yourself room and not beat yourself up.
1: You feel me? Like, I've, Yeah, man, when I started doing stand up i had no expectations for how it was going to go or i wasn't expecting to be able to get laughs i wasn't expecting <laughs> to be able to get on shows or anyone to give a shit that i was doing stand up and the, you know when you do stand up you find out like comics are supportive there are like there are specific people that go out of their way to help you and that to me same same with you like the way you felt w- with that text you know, different times early on and later, people said nice things to me or got out of their way to help me. And it's, you know, it does just make you, it leaves you wanting to help other people when they're in that position because you know the, how much i meant to you. You know it takes nothing for you to send a nice text like that What it takes like 30 seconds. Yeah. But it means something to somebody for 10 years, you know. Right, right, right. right. And, uh, you know, when I started this podcast, I didn't really have a plan for like what it was going to be. Just I knew there was gonna be headliners in town. it Would be mm-hmm. cool to talk, but I think a lot of it, what the podcast has turned into, is like, it's like listen to the, listen to these comics, like how how far they've gotten and like what they've done. If you listen to what they're saying, this is cheat this codes. This is how it man. goes.
0: This shit is cheat codes. Like I'd be like, damn, I wish I heard this shit when I started.
1: Right. Or like not even. I don't want to
0: say it like that because you you know we all are on our own right, journeys right. and we all learn what we gotta learn. But. I felt like I was able to get so much knowledge from other people (laughs) along the way by just asking. Like literally, I would literally watch a show. I would see who was the funniest person on the show. I would remember something they said. I would go up to them and be like, yo, that joke you said about boo 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 -boo was mad funny. And and that would always be the gateway to a conversation of being someone that they don't know. But right. someone that respects what they did. And then I'd be like, yo, I'm a new comic. And I was just wondering if there's anything, you know, I'm not trying to ask you for no favors or nothing. Right. But if there was anything you could tell me, what would it be? Kind of like, just give me a line or two. Mm-hmm. And I would get a line or two. And before I knew it, I had a whole bunch of line or twos. And then yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, so adds th- up. those things. But it's like, if I could take all that and tell someone else what it what it is, what it was, whatever, you know, I'm going to do that. It's up to the individual too. Like, that's the other thing. You could tell somebody the cheat code all day, but it's up to the person's drive of, you know, if they really, you know, it's like saying, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm built to, to do it. And then when you when you get the re- start getting the rejections and you start looking around, seeing other people, you know, moving past you, and then you'd be like, damn, you know, he ain't tell me, he ain't tell me about this, this yeah. emotion. Well, because <laughs> it's like, how are you going to handle it? Because right. you
1: are going to get the rejection. And if, you're, uh, if your response to getting rejection is, to shut down or to lash out, Mm -hmm. you know, or you're going to go online and you start complaining about whoever rejected you. And it's like, you start going down that path, you're going to make it impossible to succeed because you're, you're closing doors for yourself just with that attitude. You know, I think it's interesting to think about the having a hustling mentality as far as kind of the way entertainment has changed over the past few years, because With social media with the internet everything is getting a a lot more open people can go direct to their fans more and some of the old channels are kind of being disrupted and a lot of the established people are having trouble kind of navigating the new world but if you are constantly looking around you're constantly trying to figure out what to do if that's your if that's where you're coming in with with attitude wise as the landscape changes you will be able to change with it because that's your natural way of being. Your natural way of being is to look around and find out what what is needed.
0: You're going to sink a It's a sink a swim. What you going to do? Like I was telling a story to my dude the other day about like the type of person that I am, right? I remember I was broke one time and and this is like after I started doing comedy. I was broke. I was living with this this woman at the time and we broke and I remember going to... I was in a dollar store. And I was in a dollar store because that's where I shopped. And I, I walked past the candle aisle. And I seen these candles. And I was like, oh, shit. So, I'm just... Whatever. I seen these candles. 50 cent. Boom. Walking. Then then it hit me. I was like, yo. Because I wanted merch.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I started a podcast. I was like, I wanted merch. But I don't have no money for no merch. So, it hit me like, oh, shit. What if I could get my man that has a printing company... To make me l- like transparent labels mm-hmm. that I could slap on this can, like I could take right. the label off this candle, slap my label on it, and charge.
2: Which
1: is what all companies are doing right. anyway.
0: So I'm like, damn. But then I didn't have a mu- and then like, boom. So I go home and like Google how to make your own labels, mm-hmm. right? Is there a stick or whatever? Yeah. And I just something popped up and it was like, yo, it, it was like a DIY way of making labels, right? And you just print out. On white paper, you print out black, whatever the logo is in black, put like a packing tape over it, like clear packing tape, soak that shit in water, scrape the fucking paper Paper off. And when you scrape the paper off and then you see the ink on the tape, you go, oh, I'm a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Now, and I just made fucking 10. 9.50 950 off of 50 cents.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: 1950 off of 50 cents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's so satisfying. it's like that's the energy I'm always gonna have. It's always <laughs> gonna be like, all right, how do I how do am I gonna make how am I gonna figure this shit out? Yeah, what am I, yeah. how am I gonna figure this thing out?
1: It's such a good attitude. How are
0: you gonna you know, and it's like I can't sit around, I can't act, I can't blame anybody for where I'm at, I can't, you know, I can't um i'm not not looking for no handouts Uh you know what i'm saying so it's just kind of like you got to work your way and then even with this comedy shit it's like cool because i just rely on hard work man it's a dinosaur way of doing it but yo, that shit still works in 2019 it still works good
1: technique hard work always a good technique still works bro yes
0: (laughs) i heard seinfeld said that at the end of uh jerry seinfeld on comedy that was another cheat code i got like maybe within the first whatever few weeks, I asked the comic, he said, yo, listen to this. And I listened to it, Jerry Seinfeld on comedy. Bro, he tells you everything right there. Right.
2: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was
0: like, "What? you remember the part when he was like, yo, they do the convention in Vegas, the comedy thing, and they have all the agents and all the managers and all the comics, and then they get them. He's like, if I was in charge, I would get them. I would, I would kick everybody, all the agents and all everybody else, just the comics in one room. And I would have them drop a banner that would say, just work yeah yeah there's
1: yeah. no way around it there's yeah there's no way around it it's true because there are ways around it, but, but I'm saying, yeah like, but for the most part for i the mean quality yeah, part and for are, the respect part there's no way around that yeah there's always people that are successful that are not good yeah <laughs> and are, and don't work hard absolutely. you know there's always like those kind of exceptions but like you can't plan on being that freak uh yeah a- occurrence where like you know, you lucked into a relationship with somebody and then got put in stuff. And, you know, who wants to be that person anyway? You well, want to I be the person can, getting everything and that's yeah. bad?
0: It's just about your integrity. What, you, what do you want? What will make you feel good? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I've heard people say, you know, at shows, then uh, I can't picture myself doing this for 15 years. And that shit is, like, one of the most, like, painful sticks to hear. Because you're like, damn, I couldn't picture myself doing anything else and right. then you like and then you like you start looking at people differently like i don't even know if i really don't i don't rock with everybody like i love everybody but a lot of times it's like i could i know if you really about this shit or you're not
2: right right and those are my
0: friends the people that like whoever's my friend in this shit they they about this shit right everybody else is like whatever all right cool yeah I. Right you yeah, a comedian, it, word. All right, cool. Oh, you got a podcast that everybody, all right, cool, yeah. But when it comes to the trenches, nobody respects you, nobody knows you, nobody's yeah. checking for you, nobody gives a fuck about you. So you might be cool in your world, but you don't really exist in this world. Yeah. Or you do, the, but yeah, uh, yeah. behind your back, you know what I mean? Absolutely. People are like, yo, this motherfucker
1: stinks. Yeah, and that's the worst person to be. You don't want to be that person. that. that but some people, people,
0: no, it's not the worst. Because in 2019, and this, that's what I'm saying, like I'm, I'm almost to the point I'm gonna reprogram myself all the way, reconfigure the software uh-huh. update, and I'm gonna just I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna sell out. I'm gonna stop working on my stand-up and my jokes, and I'm just gonna become an algorithm. Yo. Yeah, you I'm just going w- in the computer, give me a social media algorithm. I'm going in the computer, yo. Yeah. That's it. I'm taking. I'm going inside the computer, and I'm 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 gonna find out what people like for breakfast, You know what I'm saying what time uh-huh. they wake up, what time they even eat breakfast. I'm gonna become that.
1: That's funny, dude. I don't care if I'm funny or not. There's a there's a documentary called Jawline. You heard about this documentary? Nah. I think it's on uh, who it's either on Hulu or Amazon. But it's about uh, it's about these like high school social media kids mm. that like get tr- one like one one group is like already famous. These two kids, and then this other dude is like trying to become famous, and and it fucking wrecks him, man. Trying to trying to just trying to just do that with no. He doesn't he doesn't have any skills. All he does is he goes on there and he just says nice things to girls like he just tells them they're good and they should follow their dreams. But his fucking dreams get crushed. And then uh, spoiler alert. But uh, his dreams. get. He goes out to L.A. thinks he's going to make it. He's on the verge of making it. Then he gets screwed over by his manager and then he goes back and then he's (laughs) depressed. And then he's trying to be he tries to keep doing it. But he doesn't believe it anymore. And he's selling everybody on following their dreams. But he doesn't believe in his own dreams anymore. And he can't do it. Like, he can't bring himself to do it. And then he just goes back to school. Just go back to high school.
0: Damn, I thought you were just going to say it, And then it ended tragically.
1: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, he seemed pr- he seemed fine, man. He got a job at a fucking uh, clothing store and went back to high school. And, you know, he just seemed all a regular right. human yeah, being. Yeah, he just again. was a regular person. But you again. know what's crazy, too?
0: The, the crazy shit is that he's going to be probably one of the best people because it I it almost like I could see like even for me, like we didn't talk about it, but when you when you can learn that's a lesson that you can't pay for. Right. You can't learn that in school. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's like a life lesson like that is something that teach you what life is worth. What that's is it true, all man. worth? So right now he's so mentally in the future if he knew how to accept or, like, to process what just happened to him, if he can say, yo, man, that shit ain't worth nothing, bro. Yeah, It's not worth it. What is it worth? Like, that's even for me. It's like, yeah, I want to make money, and I want to do. But at the end of the day, that's why I say I want to mean something. That's worth more than any money could buy. Yeah. If if you could say you. I know that shit sounds cheesy, but it's, like, the truth. Like, yo, I remember I seen this, um, this, um, screening for the Mike Mike D. Stefano um, one-man show slash, I think, like, documentary. And when I started comedy, Mike D. Stefano was one of my favorite people that I I came across, because I was like... And I never met him, but, like, he was from the Bronx. He started at, like, 30. You know, he had a troubled life, so it was, like, somebody that I could look at and go, yo, this is, like, I could do it, too. You know what I'm saying? We from the same type of shit. Yeah. So then... But then, um fast forward he you know he passed away, rest in peace, and then I seen a um a one man like the the screening of this documentary that never came out, but the shit was so good, and just like what he meant and what the things he said and 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 who he was it was it was almost like I, when I left when I watched it, I was like, man, you know, if the rest of the world could see this, like if comics especially. Could see this? What I just saw, mm-hmm. it would make every. It would make the game better. Mm-hmm. It would. It would raise the standards. It would add compassion. It would add these things that's not here. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, this is a dude dying, dying. This dude had overcame AIDS. This dude lived through some shit. So his whole shit was like, yo, what are you really mad at? Your phone don't. Your phone broke. Yeah. You can't find your head. You know, just that reality of like, yo, man, this is life, bro. Life is going on out here. And that's what it was like. So when I seen that, so it's like I always wanted to be able to do that type of shit where it's like, yo, if I could say something, do something that makes this shit better, that shakes it up, that moves it forward, that is, I'm not following nobody. Like, I'm not looking at somebody that been doing it for 30 years you know, it's critically acclaimed, and I'm gonna be like, "Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I worship this motherfucker." Like, nah, man. I, I, I'm not saying I worship myself, no. but I, I have, I, you know, I value myself enough to be like, "Nah, you gotta forge your own path, yes. and you are gonna do it your way, and then you are gonna help other people do it their way." Not even, I'm Absolutely. not even telling people do it. I'm not one of dudes like, "Yo, you could do it, just do it my way." I'm like, "Yo, you could do it, just figure out your own way. You have to do it your own way. You gotta you can't figure do it out your someone own way. else's way." But you gotta know this that's the thing that I loved about studying successful people. Everybody has shit in common. Like, you might be yeah. doing it your own way, everybody's, but like, there's certain things that every successful person has. Absolutely. There's a certain, there's a common thread between everybody that's successful.
1: Totally, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's
0: like, you could be whatever, the, you could be a singer, you could be an architect, you could be. A teacher, whatever it is, but if you're the best at it and you're successful at it, you got something in common
1: with the person that's the best at doing something else. That's definitely true, man. Do you have like an idea of stuff that you want to do in the future? The kind of stuff you want to do?
0: Oh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get from the first from my from my borough, from my block. I'm gonna be the first to get a uh, Egot NYTBS. You know okay. what I'm saying? that's yeah. one of my goals that I got coming up. Before I kick, what's the, the second part of that? The NYTBS New York Times bestseller. Oh, okay. That's I didn't know away. that. That's a lot of. I made of that one. I made that one extra act, thing. Yeah, I made that little acronym up for. I didn't nobody. I never heard nobody say it, but I no. was high one day. I was like, "Yo, egot NYTBS." Nobody adds the New York Times bestseller, and there's there's people have done it. uh Whoopi Goldberg, I forgot a few other people, but yeah, that's what like. So that's like.
1: I'll be you gotta find. For that shit. You gotta find one more random thing to add on to it, so you can be the only one to ever do it. I mean, H O T A, the Hope of the Hood. Like, <laughs> yeah, he got he got N Y T B S H O T H. Yeah, you gotta start. You gotta get an award back in your neighborhood, and then you be saying. the first person. Yeah, because
0: once I come with the Emmy, I feel like the Emmy is probably the easiest one to get.
1: For a comic,
0: yeah. For a comic,
1: yeah. The f- that makes yeah. The Emmy's course. the easiest. One, or you yeah. could, if you write a brilliant one man show, you could get a Grammy for it. You could get a Tony for that too. True, true.
0: Well, I know that's probably I'm gonna get the one man.
1: But then also my shit too, right?
0: I like to, I like to take my time. Uh huh. I don't feel like, I'm not even I like yeah. I, just, I, it's I don't. Funny I like to say that, yeah. I don't like, like I was with a homie and he was like, yo, you know this shit, by next year, whenever year, and I'm like, bro. I don't even care about time bro i'm in this shit you know what i'm saying i just my shit is i i don't care when i don't right. care where i don't know not even i don't care i don't know when i don't know who i don't know where i don't know how i just know i'm gonna fucking succeed in this shit because I, I ain't going away yeah you know it's you almost know I mean? like
1: yeah it's like you have you kind of created a, a a process for yourself like a framework to work within and you're like i'm gonna stick to these principles and I believe if I stick to these principles, I will succeed faster than if I'm stressed out about how fast I succeed. Right. Because that's what gets in people's way because they're so stressed out about what they're getting and when they're getting it mm-hmm. and when when they're going to get it by it, that it gets in their way. And it makes it more difficult because they're, you know, they get too needy to get things and they get too upset when they don't get them. But by you kind of. You just approach things in a natural way. You let them unfold. And then things are happening fast for you as a result without without pressing into it.
0: Right. That shit is crazy. I mean, it's not crazy, but it's like it's like when I rip the paper off the tape, it's that feeling of like every step of the way, I have a feeling of, oh, shit, this shit worked.
2: Yeah. Like, oh, it's shit,
0: exciting. this shit worked. Oh, shit, this shit worked. And the best shit is like um, uh, someone asked me, they was like, yo, how'd you how you got with this person or how you got on this thing? I'm like, they asked me, man. Right. I work hard to be asked. I don't work hard to ask. Right, man. So when people start asking you, that's one of the things too. It's like, you know, people want to, yo, Sean, can I I get it? They, 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 they they, they rushing. They waiting to see when you on your like, okay, it's a perfect time. They they trying to ask you. They're not thinking like, yo, how, how, what could I do that? He asked me, bro. Yeah. What could I do that he asked me? That's why I fucked with your spot too, the hunt, because it's like you have this thing set up where, there's people that I relate to, not mm-hmm. only just the comics, but like also like the guys that's out there barking, the guys yeah. that's out there, you know, cleaning up after the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I could, that's shit that I fuck with.
1: Yeah, you know, that's I, the shit that I like. I, like, cause I, you know I used saying? to when for those shows i used to stand at the door and take all the money mm-hmm. i set up all the chairs i set up the speakers and then i would take all the money and then i would go downstairs and i would host the show and then a a comic did the exact same thing as you he just started setting the chairs up for me i'm like you don't have to do that man i, I can do it And he's like no i don't mind it's no problem and he, he's doing he's like let me take the money at the door and i'm like it's okay dude i'll, I'll do it and then i'm like all right fine fucking do it right. and then i'm like okay this is pretty good it's a pretty nice him doing that. And then, you know, I give him spots and stuff and then, you know, it just turns into a thing. Other people show up. Then this other dude shows up. He's helping him out. I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> he's like, don't worry. This is just this guy. Just don't, don't just don't pay attention to him. He's just helping me out. And I'm like, okay. So then he's around. Then there's two dudes setting up and then there's more people come mm-hmm. and they're like, they're like, how do I, how can I, how can I help out? And it's like, Then you you know it just becomes a thing, but it it's cool because everybody that's there really wants to do well at stand up. Everybody wants to learn. Everybody understands what they're trying to do, and you know, yeah. And then it's just a
0: good environment, like you know what I mean. Like that shit, I love. Like I said, I'm a fan of the shits. So like if I go, sometimes like the last time I was here a couple weeks ago. And and you threw me up like on every show. And I swear I wasn't even going. I was just going to fucking... Because I needed more comedy. I couldn't go Uh to the room. And I knew this shit was jumping. So I'm like, I'm going to go and I want to be around it. I want to fucking... I want to be around the crowd. I want to be around the comics. I want to just... Cause I know when I walk home and I have a few drinks, my brain is gonna be moving how I like it to move and then yeah, I'm gonna come yeah. up with some shit or think about something. Yeah. So it's just like really being around it and being in the environment that it's like a I'm gonna say it's just it is what it everybody there is there for the comedy. Like Chase said it the best when he was here a couple of weeks ago and he was like, yo, there's so much shit going on outside mm-hmm. that whoever's in here really wants to be here because you could have been outside doing going to this club next yeah. door, or that club could have been playing ski ball upstairs you could have been doing but you're here for this
1: yeah in a little weird basement you know what i yeah. mean
0: but it's like a thing it's like the best because it's natural it's organic it's not like right yo we did this thing to make you like us like right. no it's just like we we do this thing
1: yeah it's like i don't even want the shows to be there but that's where they got to be like, it's an annoying place because it's old and it's got problems. And I like, I wish it was new and I didn't have to worry about it. But, you know, I can't control how things unfold. Dude, I
0: fucking love that shit, man.
1: There's nowhere in New
0: York like that, actually. Like, there used to be places, but then, you know, they want to. Fix the floor. what the fuck is this shit? Why'd you fix the floors? Like I do. I've been coming here so long. I knew where the hole in the floor was, and I'm saying I took pride in knowing that. Yeah,
1: that's right. Or like
0: I knew which plank of wood. Like if I step to one side, the other side flips (laughs) up. So somebody's coming, I could trip them. Like, you know what I mean? Like you went fix them, now they got laminates. What is this? Yeah, yeah, messes it up. I like the gritty shit. Like even the like, like I said last time I was here, I got on stage. I see Che and Wolf standing there. These are like that's. This is homies. These yeah. are the people that i I fuck with. So I'm like, and you know, they see, I didn't know they was there. So I had said some, got my last little beat boops off on the late show. Yeah. And then and then I and then I'm I go, I get on stage and I'm like, man, this shit got packed. What the fuck's going on? I look over, I see Chase standing and I'm like, oh, it was good. And then you know what I'm saying? So it yeah, was like that was such a bro, great night, man. He they could go anywhere. Yeah. They could go anywhere they fucking want. They could be like, yo, I'm going to the whatever club, whatever venue that got a mic. Right. And that shit. So the fact that they come there, you know what I mean, to the big hunt and and they know what it is, that's the feeling that the real fiends is looking yeah. for like the real comedy fiends, that's what we're looking for. We looking for that hit. That's what I mean. That's the I mean hit that's right how right I am there.
1: too, man. And I, it's that's that was like such a perfect night because it's exciting, it's great. You drop in. I didn't know you were in town. All of a sudden, you're you're there. 15 minutes later, Che and Michelle Wolf are there. And 45 minutes later, Tony Woods is there hanging out. You know, it's cool. It's fun. That it's fun like, when that stuff happens.
0: Because that was an energy. It's like an energy. That can't happen everywhere. Yeah. People could try to duplicate this shit, and they could say, yo, we're going to do state of the state-of-the-art place that everybody right. want to be at. You can't duplicate the real shit. That shit is like... It's almost like what people try to do now, right? And and you got to be tapped in a lot of times because they try to force feed you some shit, right? Yeah. But that's what dumb people do right now in 2019. You can't force feed nothing to nobody. Right. Like, this is the generation. We say what we like. We determine what we fuck with. You can't tell us what to fuck with. We don't care who you put there, how you make it look, or none of that. The people determine what's hot. Yeah. So if you still in 2019, like, yo, I'm going to just do this thing and they're going to fuck with me. Nah, man. You got the wrong. That's the wrong formula. The that's formula right. got to be like,
1: yo, all right, let me see what, like, let me, the people going to tell you what they fuck with. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to be attracted to what they find genuine. I think that's really what it comes down to. That shit is crazy. Like I started a show a couple of years ago in
0: the, in Lower East Side called Better Days Comedy. Me and my home girl. And a few, whatever. And then, like, before I knew it, that shit, people were saying, yo, that's the best show in New York City. Do you understand how big New York yeah. City is? And <laughs> yeah. to say you have the best show, yeah, that says a of lot. Shows. That says a lot. And it, it just came from me wanting to do a good show. Right. I didn't think about being the best show. I didn't think about, I mean, obviously, I want to be the best at everything I do. But, like, I'm, not, I'm just, like, I just want people to
2: come right
0: that's all i really care about yeah yeah because i want a place to talk shit
2: yeah every week
0: with new ideas that i have every day i must say i want a place to say them shits every Mm -hmm. week and before you know it that shit just grew and then i'm like you know people that i didn't never really hung with like that like even that's kind of like how me and che really got cool like he would come to the show like every week and he wouldn't even get up yeah. He would just come for the vibes and chill. Right, right, right. we drink and we stay after. we talking talk and shit. Everybody's mad comics come. Everybody's talking shit on a Wednesday night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On a yeah, Wednesday yeah. night at like 2 in the morning. They kicking us out. Yo, y'all got to get out of here. You got to close. But, you know, and then people would be like, yo, why don't you bring your show over here? Why don't you do it over there? And I'm like, I can't. That's the same thing that happens to me. You know what I'm saying? Yo, bring the big home. We yeah. got more seats over here. And you're like, I can't because- The people made this shit. Yeah, yeah. The people said this is what it is. That's exactly right. I can't go and say, yo, I got the best show. I'm going to sound crazy. The people got
1: to say that shit. Yeah, that's right, man.
0: You can't, like, I'm not, you never say, you never say, yo, the big hunts, the best. Oh, the people, we say that shit. We be like, yo, that shit. I be going home. I text, yo, how's
2: your night? Yo, I fucking, the
0: hunt, yo, I got up three times. That shit was fire. Yo, you got, yo, dude, that's that's where it's at. You know what I mean? That's like free advertising.
1: Yeah, it, uh, uh, that's what the whole thing is built on. That's what the whole thing is. You know? It's that's not what some it's been fucking from the beginning.
0: Even the late shows, like, I don't know if you post the lineups, but. No. Yeah, so it's like, yo, that shit is sold the fuck out. People come in and it's free. So it's packed the fuck out. Where it's like, people don't know who's on the show. And that was the other shit I did. I didn't never put no names on the lineups. Yeah. I ju- you just knew I was going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and I got funny friends. right? So you knew my funny friends would come in and you knew it was going to be a good time. That's so it's right. like the same thing. It's like, yo, you know there's going to be funny people there.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, just go to it. Just and, go.
0: And you know, like, I think the thing I like about DC and just kind of comedy in general now, a little bit more about it's like people appreciate the people they don't know more now. Yeah. Because they're, they're, they understand that this might be the person that will be the next thing.
1: Mm-hmm for sure i feel like comedy
0: fans wasn't like that back then
1: they were like well you know maybe a little but nah there's also like uh there's so much attention that's paid to people that were stars 10 years ago and before that kind of when when everybody was watching the same shows Mm -hmm. as opposed to now it's all divided up and so there aren't those kind of universal stars that are being made Mm -hmm. in the same way especially in comedy it seems like and so it uh, like kind of this is what it's what it is. This is how you find the new people. Because it's kind of hard to find them through. How are you going to know what comic to watch cheap. on Netflix?
0: You know what's funny? Like, I will always be like, because I'm a hustler. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. I'm a hustler. And I remember, like, this club. I don't want to say the name, but okay. I was working at this club. And, and I seen so many great comics, like, start, or maybe not start there, but go through there. Uh-huh. And then, and then, like, make it to the next level oh, I and know never what go back is. there, right? I know what it is. And then, and then, I was at that club too. And then eventually, I kind of like, I didn't get too big. I kind of got kicked out the club. Okay. Or not kicked out, but I got like pushed out the club a little bit, like you know, you, you whatever. So then I'm like, but then I always for what used reason? The, I don't know egos and shit. Okay. So, but I always would think like, man. I couldn't imagine having a spot where I got to see or I, I, like it's like having a pound, a puppy, po- like you got a pound, po- you got a okay. puppy, a kennel, not a pound, uh-huh. a kennel, and you know how they got the dogs with the big the big paws, like you know that's going to be a good, oh, a big puppy, dog. Yeah. Uh-huh, like if yeah, you see uh-huh. a puppy with big yeah, paws, yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, it's going to be a good, strong dog, big uh-huh. dog. Uh-huh. So I couldn't imagine, and then, and then like imagine I'm the, owner or i'm the handler at the yeah. pa- at the um kennel uh-huh. and i just let all the big dogs go and i keep the little paw dogs yeah because it makes me feel more comfortable because i got little paws uh-huh. you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. but i would be like man that's <laughs> crazy because i could only i'm a hustler so i'm like even with managers and agents sometimes i'd be like man yo like, that's honestly, I don't want to oh Damn, damn, yo, you got to edit this out. But okay, no, for real, eventually I would like to become an exec or like I would like to become you know, be some producer. level of I'm going to be getting my people from open mics. I'm going to be getting my people from when they early. Yeah. And I'm not going to just buy into the finished product because most people wait till somebody's hot and everybody talking about them. Of course, you can see that shit. You yeah. can see it, bro. Yeah. I could go to a mic and I tell you who's going to be that person. I could tell you. Yeah. I could tell. It's easy to see. It is. Because people, I'm not going to sound like that, but like people were saying that about me before I even saw it for myself. Yeah. People was like, yo, you going to be this. And I'm like, I'm cleaning the tables. Yo, you going to, because they seen my approach to it and they right. kind of maybe heard something in me and was like, oh, this guy got something that if he keep working how he working, it's going to be something else. That's so right. So it's like you, so I never understood. Like, and that's what you have kind of at the, over there where it's like, you got so much raw young talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody ain't going to make it. Right. But there's going to be some people that make it. Yes. And then, so that's like, I never understood when it's like, as a hustler, I'd be like, man, yo, I would love to have an opportunity to just kind of like help motherfuckers out. But like the youngest motherfuckers,
1: you know what I mean? Like almost like a booster. Like yeah. <laughs> be a booster like in college and shit. Well, I feel like it's like, I feel good about what's available to, like, the comics starting out in D.C. now, and now I'm trying to, like, learn about, like, the steps beyond where I am so that the people that are moving through D.C. that are about to leave or the people that have left to, like— Give that Like find out information for them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in those next levels, which is, you know, that's a rundown I don't fully have yet. You know, I still just get dude, little the cheat pieces code, of it. I
0: think the cheat code is like a lot of times is like nurturing. But then, I mean, I, I can't say because I'm I'm from the street. So I'm like a loyal dude. Mm-hmm. Like if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. Mm hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm learning in this shit, like a lot of the things, the loyalty and those things that I've had in this game, it don't really matter. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, it matters. It matters. I think it matters. But there's also that thing of like, yeah, I know you nurtured me and I know all that, but like, yo, they told me X amount of dollars. So I'm going to go over here. Because yeah. people don't have that same integrity or that same buildup as everybody else. But so I think in my foolish mind, I feel like if I treat somebody good enough and I, you know, I show someone how much I care about them and all that shit, they stick with me. You know what I mean? Like, all right, yo, this, but nah, I ain't going to leave like that because my man kind of put me on and I believe in my man and that's what I'm going to yeah. rock with. And a lot of times it don't be like that. You know what I'm saying? This shit. Okay. I think, yeah, it's tough. It's money. I mean, it's tough. It's it's, money driven.
1: At a certain point, you know, there are times when you're going to understand when someone needs to take the money, mm-hmm. when they're like, look, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Right. You know, I got to take the mo- like, I got to I got to take this in. And I think the other person can be understanding and like, look, I don't want to hold you back. Right, of course, right, I understand right, 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 that you're going to take this opportunity and like I'm not taking that personally. Um, but I also think that if you generally have that attitude that you want to be loyal to people and you, I, I think it, it pays off. I think it, it's more likely that someone's going to help you out and you're going to help someone out and right. then succeed Then it ends up being a conflict where you want to be loyal, but you can't. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. I, I think I see a lot of people helping other people at high levels. You know? Oh, what? Are you kidding me? So I, but it's, I really it's, think. But there's some
0: people, like, I've, I've been fortunate to say myself, like, yo, there's people that have fucking did shit for me that I was like, damn, like. Like, it really sets the standards very high of how nice someone could be. Yeah. And then it really, you can really see, like, when people are pieces of shit. Yeah. It just stands out more. Because it's like, if somebody helps you, like, I've had, um, I don't want to name drop, but, like, I just did the fucking, I became, like, one, my first time ever as a producer on a fucking stand-up special. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, on On Alana Glazer shit. On Alana shit oh she made me one of the producers man that's cool on the special and i'm like she didn't have to i would i was just happy featuring bro i was happy just going on the road just to be around it like i said i like to learn so if i get to be around i never been 18 theater shows in a row right much you know what i'm saying (laughs) what the fuck are you kidding me this is the life i want to live so it's like i get to be exposed to the shit that i be imagining (laughs) <laughs> yeah. that's priceless are you fucking kidding me bro it is
1: it is wild when you get in that world for the first time you the first time it's you're in a theater nuts. you're in a sold-out theater nuts. and you're like wow
0: and then you're going on a plane next yeah. day you go on theaters the next night and then you want to play you and then ne- and then you on the bus and then the next day then you you like i never been over here <laughs> yeah. but at the same time it's like i say that to say yo she didn't have to do that i was already right. happy and you know i i might i didn't even it wasn't it was just a it was like, she, cause I'm like, I didn't even understand it. I was like, you make me a producer? Right. And all it was was just she said, you know, you, um, you was a part of this. You was a part of what it was, what it's gonna be and what it is. You That's know cool, what I mean? Dude. But like a lot of times, like, you know, you think of people that other people that could, that have the same opportunity to do those sort of things, they don't do that. They would never think about that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They would never think about that. Cause like, what does she What does she gain and what did she lose
1: from it? Nothing she really. no, she's just being a good person.
0: You know what I'm saying? So yeah. and that shows you like a frame, like for me, like a frame of reference, and like even like with the Gary thing, like I have people in my life that show me how to be. Mm-hmm. Even if I was kind of thinking about like oh uh, how to yeah, be, yeah. they showed me how to be because not only what Gary said, said, yo, well Gary say he say yo, you know when I'm thanking him yo man, thank you so much, thank you all this stuff, all oh, ten years ah he say, yo, man, you don't even got to even do all that. Just when it's time, do it for somebody else.
1: Right, right. That's right, man. Pay
0: it forward. And I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I haven't you. had that opportunity yet like that, but that shit is definitely, like, so those things and people showing me, like, yo, you could be a nice person, you could be a good person, you could do things, you know what I'm saying, for people, because these people doing things for me, that's priceless, and they probably don't even know it.
1: Right, right you know what i'm saying absolutely
0: they don't even know like yo this shit just made my life like make me vision things even different my perspectives is different now and just but little things that cost somebody
1: nothing i mean i think doing stand-up like it's so it's such a crazy thing to do and then you get to be in that situation where like in kind of regular life you don't really have like people are it just doesn't ha- doesn't happen where all of a sudden someone's doing something amazing for you right, and right. you can't <laughs> believe it, and then you get to help someone else, and right. then they're so grateful right. and like you just you don't get that experience in regular life that often. And like, it's a difficult trying to pursue stand up. You know, it's stressful. It's economically insecure, but you also get those moments which I, I personally never experienced in, in before stand up. Right. And it's it's kind of a special thing. I, I be think. telling. I
0: remember I told my mom, I was like, yo, or like I, somebody, I was like, yo, nobody, before I started doing comedy, no one ever told me good job
1: with yeah. anything
0: I ever did in my entire life. Same, dude. So it's like, imagine doing this, this thing that you, sk- this dude, the other day I was outside of this other show I have in Queens, and I was smoking a cigarette, and a dude walked by, he was like, I guess he must have seen the show before, and he was just in the neighborhood walking by, and he goes, yo, man, what's up? He goes... Yo, ain't that shit terrifying, man? And I was like, yeah, maybe like at first or whatever, you know, kind of. But like once you do it and then you start thinking about all the other things you did that you should have been terrified for, but you wasn't. Right.
2: And you're like, this is nothing. Yeah, right. What's the
0: worst that's going to happen? They don't laugh? What the fuck? like.
2: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Slightly
0: embarrassed. What's the worst? Like if they're not going to send you to jail. Right. They're not going to shoot you. They're not going to fucking, you know, whatever. So it's like, what's the worst? That's the whole shit. You know the beauty of, of how of is your this
1: family shit. now toward your stand-up?
0: Oh, they love this shit, man! Like this shit is like I'm from the hood, so What's like your, you know, I'm is the your grandma the hood. around still? Nah, she passed away.
1: Did she get to s- change she, her attitude before before she passed away? Nah, she she lost her mind too. Well,
0: uh, she didn't lose her mind, but you know she started yeah, uh, forgetting yeah. things or whatever. But um, nah, man, my moms, everybody loved this shit, especially like my moms, cause like. It's that thing, of, like I said. It's like almost like, damn, how the fuck are you trying to figure this shit out? And it's like moving forward, kind of like, what you doing that? What? Yeah, like man. what? So that's what I'm saying. Like that shit is like legit. I'm a walk on from. I was on probation when I started. We could have like five parts of this shit. Yeah, uh-huh. like I was on probation when I st- I got locked up when i started doing comedy like i got locked up like maybe four or five months they came to my mother crib when i was visiting they arrested me had me in the hallway you know my mom's building took me down my mom's and my sister put their house up to get me out was as collateral so it was like you know that's my whole shit it's like I, they know me from that yeah to to like oh shit He's fucking going for his dreams since he was a little kid. Yeah, man. Not since, but like the what he wanted to do as a kid, he came around and he ended up getting to it at in a late age with no experience and none of that shit. I just walked into a uh, this shit I don't even know sometimes. Like it's a world that's all still new to me. Like Right yeah it's funny because interacting with motherfuckers going on the road meeting new
1: people going places i'm not used to that shit yeah because you, you're one of the happiest comedians in terms of when you're at the show you know and when you're you're around you can really feel that you love it there right that you it's love v- being at the show
0: it's a vibe yeah and, it's a, and I only need to connect with like two people. Yeah. Everybody don't even need to be on the same wavelength. <laughs> but as long as one or two people that's there, and it's like, okay, cool. I'm listening. I don't even have to, I'm going to dap you up. Boom. If I liked it, whatever. So it's like an energy that I learned doing comedy. And then kind of like my life, which yeah. is you can interject the energy. I heard a comic last night. He said, yo, are they fun? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, "What, nigga? What the <laughs> fuck you mean? Are they fun? Uh-huh. What The fuck you came outside for?" <laughs> like I said, I was a kite my whole life, whichever yeah. way the wind blew. Yeah, yeah. This is showtime. This yeah. is we having fun, baby. Yeah, you are the fun part. We fun. You are fun. We the A material, yeah. man. What the fuck? Yeah. People be like, "Yo, you gotta bring your A game." What about when you the A game? Everything you do is is a vibe. You know what I mean? The crowd down, pick them up. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Make them feel some shit. Make, I did a show the other day with some, like on a rooftop in Brooklyn, fancy rich people in cabanas. So you, you ain't supposed to watch comedy in cabanas. No. You ain't supposed to be in a fucking recliner. <laughs> you got blankets and shit. No. This ain't a drive in, right? But it's like, boom, I'm going to go up and I'm going to, it's a fight to me. So if I could fucking get their hearts, yeah. if I could get from, and not, I don't got to be on their, and I can't be on their level. So if I could do it on my level and, you know what I'm saying, that's what I'm able to interject my my love and my energy for life into somebody. So at least even a lot of times, you know me, you probably don't even be knowing what I be talking about sometimes. You be like, what the <laughs> fuck was that word yeah. he just said? Yeah. But you know the vibe, though. Yeah, like, you don't need it. You, you don't know need the to vibe. know every word. You know the vibe. That's yeah. what it is. Like, I, I'll hear comics, Like sometimes I'll be hosting, and they come and say, man, Yo, I didn't understand. Nothing Petey said, but that shit was funny. Yeah, it is funny. It's still funny. Like, it's just because it's the energy of, like, I can't come in to this place or this thing that I love to do. And, yeah, I might be in my head. You know, all of us are in our heads. But it's like, when we here, yo, we fucking humans, bro. We we special humans that do this thing. Right. You know what I mean? For the people that's here, like, how could you not be happy when there's people there to hear the thing
1: you want to do? Absolutely, man. Is a,
0: are they fun?
1: <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Are they fun? <laughs> it's not. It's not the correct uh, outlook.
0: Because that's somebody that want an easy fight. Yeah. That's somebody that only wants to do it in the right settings. Yeah. Are and the, they
1: fun? Because that's what I want. Like I said, the dude asked
0: year. me, uh, "What's his name? Saul with the with the hair?" Saul. Yeah. Saul. Right. He goes, "Yo, man, I'm I'm sorry about those two people. I tried like tell them shush, and they kept talking." Yeah, yeah. Like, oh and i was like man i love this shit man
2: yeah <laughs> i love
0: this shit bro like the, that's how i start that's how i was raised in comedy was like nah man we fight bro we fight we keep swinging yeah we keep the worst thing that could happen and that i would have been more mad if i if i quit if i started talking to them and i and i was like and i lost the battle yeah man so i'm gonna keep swinging i don't even hear these motherfuckers that's talking because <laughs> there's a few people that still listen that's listening, or or even if people get angry at these people talking, I know I'm doing my job, right? Because they want to hear it. So it's like, I was like, Yo, man, nah, man, I love this. Shit. That's you're not going to this is like boxing, except imagine if you didn't know who your opponents was before you had to fight, them. you didn't know how much they weighed, yeah, <laughs> you <didn't but> know <laughs> how what their previous record was. So that's what it is, yeah, you're that either is gonna take like,
1: the fight or you're not gonna take the fight, yeah, right, yeah, because if you don't have if you don't come in with that attitude. Half the time you show up, a person's bigger than you. Then you quit half the time. Now you like, damn, shit. Yeah, but you have to fight through it to realize that you can you can overcome the bigger people.
0: And then it's about you, like how you feel. Like even me when I was bombing back when I was always bombing and shit, I would never mind bombing because if it was if it, especially if it's something that I wanted to do, if it was something I wanted to say that didn't yeah. work, I wouldn't feel bad about it. Yeah, I feel bad if I went and dialed it in. Cause we've all been there. We all say, so, "Oh, we are gonna do this joke that oh, oh, I'm gonna do this shit that I always do, and this shit, and it don't work, and that shit hurt more." Cause oh, you like, it does. When you, you didn't like, even want to say it in the first you place. You like, damn, I had the new shit that you could have like,
1: like. Oh, that is the worst. I'd
0: rather them not laugh at my new shit than laugh at the shit that I of think is gonna work. Of course, no you know what I'm saying. So it's like the same type of energy of like, "Yo, bro, I love this shit, man." And then like, yeah, the big hunt is just like a crazy, good space for that. You know? Yeah, man. Cause that energy, even that, that energy don't work everywhere. No, it doesn't. I can't go everywhere and have that. So that's what I'm saying. When I get to go there, when I'm there, I feel free. It's right. raw. I know the bartender. Yo, what's up, ma? Ah, she know me. Oh, what you want? Boom. And then you know the comics. It's raw. You know what I'm saying? The, the, from the bouncer outside, that <laughs> yeah. shit is raw. Like that's the, that's the shit that I like. Like. Yes. I, I'm, I'm not you know i could go wherever don't ever get it twisted i could go <laughs> to the white
1: house and all of that shit but i
0: like the black house <laughs>
1: yeah i like the. you know what I'm saying? i like the funk house I, yeah, like, I like the different house well man it's uh it's great to have you here this weekend thank you for doing the podcast it's like 20 parts right here that's yeah that's great <laughs> man it doesn't matter that's just extra inspiration for the listeners man it is inspirational all this stuff it's good, dude. We're
0: going to come back for that because this is going to be part. This is going to be more I'll parts. We'll do, we do as many as you want, man. We're going to be more parts, yeah.
1: Yeah, that sounds good, dude. Thank <laughs> you, man. Yeah, my dude,
0: thank you so much, All man. I right, appreciate buddy. you and everything you do.
1: Thanks, man. For more information about our live shows, check out undergroundcomedydc.com.